Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are at Space for Magic. And as we are talking about magic and the time we're in, it's all about help from the other side of the veil. We've talked about archangels. We've talked about spirit guides. And today we are going to be talking about your council of elders, which to me is the coolest, the coolest. And I have my special guest, Dina Paqua, joining me for this episode. And if you've been listening for a while, you are familiar with Dina. This is um, she has been on here many times because she is one of my go-to resources of wisdom. She is one of my mentors. She's also a good friend of mine. I adore her. And for the time we've all been going through, she's been a point of sanity for me. And it's interesting because I was reflecting on. I mean, Dina holds so many gifts. She is a shamanic practitioner and healer at a really high level. But what I was thinking about Dina was I came to find you when my mom was sick. So we're looking at like, it's been 11 years, 12 years. I don't even remember where she, cause her cancer journey was like three years. So I don't know where in there I found you and start working with you. But I remember such a pivotal moment in one of your sessions where with me, like one of the sessions I was doing where you were helping me in healing and you said your team or whatever words you used were here. And even though I feel lonely, they want me to know that that's reasonable because I came without any of my soul group. And that information at the time. I was still so new into talking to my counsel to, you know, working with my spirit guides. It was the first time where like something felt like it clicked and it felt like it explained something. And I feel like fast forward, I'm in the exact same place again, you know, at a different level or just coming out of this place where, you know, a couple of months ago, I just felt so alone. And I know I talked to you about this, like just this feeling of like feeling like I'm supposed to be here doing this work and I couldn't even define it anymore. I like, I lost track of it. I was like, am I, am I even on my path? Like what the hell's going on? And working with you and just having you as a touchstone always brings me back to this feeling that no, this is it's reasonable that you feel this way. And it does not mean it's true, but it does mean that it feels true. And so I'm so excited to have you here with our audience. So welcome. Share whatever you want to share about who you are right now in the world, professionally, personally, whatever, so that they know our listeners are oriented to who you are and what you're doing right now. Well, thank you, Patty. Well, it's always a fun and a blast to be here with you and in any capacity, right? So yeah. Oh, so what am I and who am I these days? Wow. 
so much has just shifted. I think we all went through such a tremendous transformation the last few years, whether we liked it or not. You know, with the pandemic and just everything going on in the world, politically, just a lot of stuff, right? So it does make sense that we would question our path, question why we're here, feel lonely, right? You know, where I'm at is I'm I'm still plugging along. This is, I think, my 21st year as a professional practitioner in the healing arts, though I've been involved in this field for over 30 years. So mainly my work focuses on helping individual clients and working with students. So teaching spiritual and holistic healing modalities and helping people go through like difficult transitions such as really profound loss or they're recovering from injuries or surgeries or illnesses. So, you know, I kind of step in when there's some kind of big transition going on to give people more tools and to help them feel supported spiritually because it can just make such a big difference to feel like somebody has your back like there's Mm -hmm. this force greater than ourselves that has answers that has our backs because there's just so many things that can be so unbelievably overwhelming you know whether we're changing careers or we've gone through the loss of a parent or a beloved pet you know we're moving like there's just so many things that we could use that additional support. And then also working with energy. So I work a lot with empaths and people who are energy sensitive and have some sort of introduction to the spirit world. So I don't really see a lot of muggles these days. (laughs) Not that I'm opposed to that, but they, you know, usually they've sort of dipped their toe in and then they find me I work with a lot of healers and coaches, people who have healing practices and they need more confidence working with energy and with the spirit world because it's an infinite place. So there's a lot of different beings, a lot of different guides and support that we can connect with, including a council of elders, which I'm excited to share more about. So, you know, working with private clients and teaching, that's really what I'm doing these days. And I love it. And I also am still an adjunct professor at our local university. Mm-hmm. So I get to work with an amazing group of young people and introduce them to tools that can help them, you know, with stress reduction, anxiety, and also feeling, you know, like they can explore their own spirituality and their own ancestral traditions. So, mm, so rich, so rich. When you say you said like people who are going through major transitions, like death, moving, you know, changing jobs, marriage, divorce, but really we all went through one when the pandemic and isolation happened, right? There was not a single person that was not impacted by that being one of those major life transformations. Just because every single one of us went through it doesn't mean we all didn't actually go through it, like go through this major transition. And I think that's, you know, everyone in my opinion should be working with you, but that's okay. That's the topic for a different day. Thank you. Because we are going to be working together in a way coming up that I'm so excited about because it does give so many people access to something like this at a level 
that probably unless they're deep in the work the way I am and the way you are, they don't understand how much is available for us to help us sort of get over the hump of where we've been. So for you listening, you may still be in the period of healing and that means you're just meant to sort of like go inward, right? That's the hibernation energy and and that's okay. But for a lot of us, we're actually coming out of it. And if you think about that caterpillar going through that metamorphosis and then getting ready to come out, I mean, that caterpillar does not know it. the wings are actually going to work, right? It, it doesn't know what the F's going on, right? And so we are going to be hosting Unleash Your Magic coming up on June 21st and 22nd. And Dina is going to be there. And this is a virtual event. So I don't care where you are in the world, you can be a part of this. And this is all about taking in and helping you get those wings going, get those wings flapping and making magic in your life. So talk about, please, Dina, who a council of elders is for each of us. Do we all have one? How do we get one? What does that look like? Okay. I want to make one comment about the butterfly analogy because I I can't resist that myself. Because also what we're talking about is recovery from trauma, right? Mm -hmm. And whether it's the trauma of loss a trauma, you know, we all went through that huge trauma of the pandemic, right? So it can take a long time to peel through those layers. And just like the caterpillar going into the cocoon, it takes time. And then there's this period where the caterpillar basically turns into mush. I just love that because it's like, boy, is that relatable where we're just mush. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what's coming. And that's where that faith in that power greater than ourselves is what carries us through. And you know my story of one of my big catalysts of moving more completely onto my spiritual path and moving, you know, changing careers to move into the healing arts was recovering from a near-fatal car accident. Mm -hmm. And there were times where I was in that in-between place, you know, whether it was, you know, not being able to breathe and waiting for EMTs, when I was on life support, when I was going through surgeries, when they said they didn't think I would walk again, you know, like there were so many levels of different phases where I was in that uncertainty. Like, was I going to lose my house? Was I going to lose my husband? Was I going to lose my job? There were all these uncertainties. And it was so scary. And that's, you know, what a lot of us dealt with with the pandemic, whether we acknowledge it or not, there was fear, right? Mm -hmm. And where you get to a place where there's nothing else you can do. And it's what gave me such huge comfort and confidence to move forward was that connection to the divine and connection to the spirit world. Even if I wasn't getting messages 24-7, I knew that that help was there. So over the years, just like you, I've been working with you know personal guides and angels and even more recently, you know, diving more deeply into working with my ancestors. And kind of funny, you know, when I first was exploring Uh, working with my ancestors, you know, some of my more recent ancestors, they had some stuff going on. And it's like, I don't really want to call on them for advice. Like, I don't think so. But (laughs) 
they know. Discernment is key when working with the other side of the veil. Yes. You know, like my uncles didn't have great marriages, not going to be calling on them for relationship advice, but they were really good business people, very successful. You know, they kind of grew their, their work and their impact in the world from the ground up. So, I mean, they would be good for advice about that. So like we have to be particular about who we're asking for certain, what's their skill set. Because whatever their skill set was, you know, in the physical world, we have to keep that in mind, you know, and calling on them from the spirit world. But the Council of Elders, so, I mean, a lot of tribes, probably our own ancestral traditions going back far enough, had elders that people sought advice from, right? The elders were viewed as having great wisdom, experience, they were highly revered in these cultures and traditional cultures, still in some, you know, indigenous and tribal cultures today, but not so much in our Western culture, right? I mean, of course, there are exceptions. And there are a lot of people who are great and love, you know, their elders and their parents and their grandparents and respect them and everything. But in general, when we moved away from tribal culture, we lost that connection. Like I lost my grandparents when I was very young. So I never really had that. I didn't have a long-term relationship with my close elders, right? I had some great aunts and uncles, but they also passed when I was young. So I kind of lost that and I have always missed it. So when I began exploring my connection to my ancestors, it just sort of evolved from there. You know, one of my teachers, Gail Gorlick, who you know, she was talking about this council of grandmothers that she connect with. And it's so funny because I asked her the same question. I'm like, does everybody have a council of grandmothers? Like, do I have a council of grandmothers? Can I call on this council of grandmothers? And it kind of just expanded from there, you know, working with different teachers. It's like, oh, you know, you can ask for elders from your lineages to come forward and blah, blah, blah. So how I've come to sort of envision my own council of elders kind of expanded from all these different introductions. So we have our own like DNA ancestors, right? And if we go back far enough, we have these really ancient ancestors, part of our own DNA that have been in the spirit world for a very long time and they hold tremendous light and tremendous wisdom. Okay. So we have that group, right? So they could be part of our council of elders and then if you believe in past lives, we could have, you know, different lineages that we belong to, right? You know, say you just really feel this calling, you know, so many people feel called to go to Egypt and visit the pyramids, but you know, when something's like really a calling and you feel called to these different places in the world, even if you don't have ancestry from those places, like for me, it's been South America and the Andes and Peru. And I have several teachers, you know, that I work with from there that just kind of showed up. I didn't go looking for them, right? And I feel this affinity. Same thing, you know, with Hawaii. And through different past life readings, I've found out that I have had past lives from those regions. And I have an elder that's, you know, a a helping spirit of mine from the South Pacific. So, the past life component, so we can have elders from different lineages from our past lives. Plants are actually some of our oldest ancestors. 
So some of the work that I do with my students, which I find completely just enthralling and it just brings me so much joy and excitement because here in the West, in certain ways, we're kind of like spiritual orphans. You know, yes, we could have been raised with a certain religion, but a lot of us haven't found complete fulfillment through that, right? So we may have gone out and started studying different world religions or traditions, trying to find where we fit and feel at home. But it's like, there is something to be said for connecting with the the lands of our ancestors. And you and I have talked about that in our own, like ancient spiritual traditions of our ancestors. And so much has been lost, right? Because of governments and, you know, world religions kind of taking over and corporations and industrialization, all of that. So, so much was lost from these oral traditions, but you can always research the native plants of the lands where your ancestors came from. And they are our oldest ancestors. That is so cool. How cool is that? And trees, trees are viewed in many cultures as portals to the spirit world because they're literally grounded deep into the earth. They're here with us in this middle world and they reach up into the heavens. So that's why we have the world tree in many different lineages. Trees could be part of your council of elders. And in different cultures, like in some of the South American lineages that I've studied, they also view beings from other stars and places as allies, right? Benevolent beings from these other places like the Pleiades. So we could have star beings that are part of our council of elders. Now, if you weren't comfortable with something like that, intention means a lot. You could just say, listen, this is, (laughs) these are my parameters, right? And this is what I'm comfortable working with. And you can always expand your council from there. So To me, it's like it gives us access to this wisdom, these ancient beings that have been in the spirit world for a very long time. They carry tremendous wisdom about the earth, about our ancestries, about the land, about survival, right? And going through traumas and coming through them, about our soul's path, about healing, So why not? Like to me, one of my greatest, I would say, gifts that I've discovered in my own personal shamanic path is the more help, the better. Like I was an only child, so I kind of had to figure out a lot of stuff on my own. And I also felt very isolated and alone, and I was very shy back then. So expanding and exploring these benevolent allies and working with them from the spirit world has given me personally like great comfort, support, guidance, wisdom, that's really infinite. So I kind of feel like me as a human in my form here, it's like my knowledge and experience is limited. Sure, I've learned a few things because I'm in my 50s now. But when you have access to all of these wonderful spirits, you know, the ones who want to work with us, the ones who want to support us, I mean, not all of them do. And that's okay. So when we go into our program and we are going to share about this and the magical event that's coming up, we can set our intentions for working with the helpers, our council of elders, 
that wants to work with us because like our own ancestors, even our past life ancestors, they are the spirits that really want us to succeed the most. Okay. Now you can also have angels and archangels and ascended masters. You might feel a particular connection. Like I've worked with Archangel Michael for many, many years. He might be, you know, on my council of elders, but I kind of invite folks to, to look beyond what they might be thinking, you know, within certain categories. I was an angel person for a very long time. And then as I was deepening and strengthening my connection to the earth and giving offerings and developing these connections with animal spirits and, you know, we could have animals on our council of elders, spirits of place. You know, there's great profound spirits of certain places. So maybe there's, you know, a spirit of a certain mountain that might volunteer to work on our council of elders. And what are mountains? I mean, they can withstand a lot of pressure and storms, right? And all kinds of things. And they're still standing. That could be helpful. So it's opening up to these other possibilities. And then you have access to all this wisdom, energy, healing, support that kind of goes very deep and very beyond, you know, what we might just access in our everyday lives on our own. So. And you know what I love about this? Like you were, so for you listening, what had happened was I got, you know, I've been honest here on the podcast that there was a period earlier this year, end of last year, and I was very much in the desert. We talked about the desert. And um, then like water in the desert, my spirit team finally like showed me this is what's coming next. You're going to do this event. And I understood that it was going to be over the the whole solstice. And the reason was that the summer solstice, at least for those of us in the Northern hemisphere, and then for the, like I've said, for those of you in the Southern hemisphere that are heading into the winter solstice, we will, you know, modify for you if you want to attend. And also just understand you're not necessarily dictated by the solstice that you're seasonally in. You may be feeling the readiness to expand, right? And that's really what the summer solstice is about. The winter is going inward. It's hibernating. The summer solstice, the other half, you know, right directly opposite the winter is about expansion. It's about taking in the heat and power and fire of the sun energy and allowing that to fuel you, right? And come forward when they first showed me, this is what we want you working on. I'm like, man, like you better amp up the energy inside of me super quick. If I'm going to be the mouthpiece for this, like (laughs) starting to taste it. But what they pointed me to were my friends, the ones that have been the source of light and power and reminders as the way forward. And that was Dina. You were one of them. And so I reached out to Dina and I said, look, this is what I'm feeling I'm supposed to do. How do you see yourself in this? Like, what is it that you think people could use in support of this? And Dina actually gave me some amazing ideas, but this was the one that I really felt the strongest about because 
to me, Dina, this, like, if you're going to step into the space of connecting to your counsel, you're not just doing it. Like, it's one thing if you pull some Oracle cards every six months for yourself, right? Some people use it for like semi-spiritual entertainment. But if you're really going to embrace the place you're being asked to go, and that is for you listening, every single one of us, we went through the pandemic, we went through isolation. There was a earthbound trauma associated with it, but there was a spiritual reason for this, right? We are shifting as a humanity and you've got to pick where you're going. Are you going to be one of the people that sit down and throw a temper tantrum because it doesn't feel good, which I was there. I was there. So I I don't blame you, but you got to decide at some point to leave the spiritual temper tantrum and now embrace where you're being called forward. And if you are one of those people, there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of miracles. There's magic waiting for you. And this is sort of a choice point of if that's the case, then calling on this council and creating it in some cases. When I did mine, I actually, it was Gail Gorlick also that you just referenced that that introduced me to my council. They all appeared and actually they only, Dina, they all, I, I saw 12 seats. So I was told it was 12, which I know is a lot. I don't think for you listening, it probably won't be 12. It could be, you could have 40, I don't know. But not all the seats filled in. And I was told to be at peace with that when it was time it would happen. And just a couple of days ago, I was in a session, an EFT session, and let go of something, like process something. And all of a sudden, I haven't seen who's in the other seats yet, but I felt the rest of the seats, the being sit in them. Mm. So I still haven't connected. Because the thing is, it is something to take serious, right? And when this just actually happened yesterday morning, what am I thinking? And so it's been busy since then. I haven't had the sacred time, right, to do that. And it's important. And that's one of the things Will, Dina, and I, and and the other presenters will be doing is helping create that space for you, that sacred space for you. But for you listening, this is something that is a choice point, right? You're going to now step into this next part of your life. And here are the beings that can support you. So Dina, what can people expect? Like, so I said, for me, I didn't, like I actually was shown how many chairs there were, but that they weren't all going to be there. Can you give people like a little bit of a sense of when you do connect to your council of elders, what that might look like for a different person? Yeah. I mean, everyone, as you know, and I know our colleagues and everybody who is in this work shares in one way, shape or form that we all connect slightly differently to the spirit world, usually through, you know, our physical senses. So some may hear more, some may see more, some may feel that sort of thing. So of course, that's maybe a component of this as well. When we do our work together, in our course, there's going to be a guided component to it. And then, you know, as you encounter your elders, that will be, you know, sort of left to unfold. So that's where it could be where you see them, or you sense them, or you hear them, or etc. You just get the names, that sort of thing, or a sense. 
of that. But to me, it's like this shamanically, you know, we work with three different worlds of the spirit world just because it's easier for our minds to kind of consider this. So there's like what we call the lower world, which is deep in mother earth, like plants, trees, stones, like nurturing pristine environments, animals, things like that. And then the middle world that we're in, which has all sorts of things going on. And then the upper world, which is a little more removed. Probably those of us Judeo-Christian backgrounds are more familiar with like where we would reach up to angels and and various beings there. But that's also where I feel the council, our council of elders resides because they are at a higher level of consciousness. Okay. So even if they're plants or trees, it's like the great oak spirit. It's not just like one oak tree, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, or wolf. It's like, you know, the species, the archetypal strength of these beings is what we're going to be encountering in our work. So you may, like you said, you saw chairs, you know, maybe some folks will have a table with people sitting around it, or maybe there'll be a great fire. So I usually sort of give folks a few different ideas of what they might experience. The thing is to just keep an open mind. And like you said, like not all of your elders showed up for the first time around. I think that's completely normal and legit. It's like, you know, again, in our Western culture, we want everything yesterday. We want it all in place. Everybody knows what they're doing. We want all the answers immediately. Right. But you and I know it's like not usually happening that way. And the spirit world has its own timing, but we can set an intention, right. To say, you know, I really want to connect with this group of wise beings that have my best interests at heart my own loving, wise, compassionate, evolved council of elders. And, you know, there'll be folks will be guided through how to sort of make that journey to the upper worlds and connect with these very wise beings. And again, just keep an open mind that they may not all appear in human form. They might be other beings. Mm. So. Yes. I love that. So, um, I do want to just mention a couple of things to you listening. If you um, haven't gotten your ticket and you want to join us now that you know this is part of it, go to pattylennon.com forward slash unleash your magic. I'm saying that because we are recording this a couple of weeks before it will drop. There are a limited number of tickets to make sure that Dina can answer everyone's questions. I can answer everyone's questions. It's not a cast of thousands. So this may be sold out by the time this podcast drops. But if you go to the page and there's still a buy button, then that means there's still tickets available. So check that out. If you want to learn more about Dina and Dina's work and work with her personally, go to embodythesacred.net. That's Dina's website. So both those resources. And I just didn't want to forget to give those, Dina, before we wrap up this podcast I never like people to feel like there's a barrier of entry to their spiritual inheritance. So I want you listening to understand your spirit guide. You don't need me. You don't need Dina to be with your spirit guides, to be with your council of elders, to work with the archangels. We are teachers. We are way showers. And I trust that if this is not your path to connect with your council and working with Dina privately isn't your path, that you will find it. And so 
Dina, what's a step we can offer the listener to um, take to pave the way towards that connection point without feeling like the ticket to this event is a barrier of entry, especially since it might be sold out. And I don't want people to feel like that's not an option for them then. You know, I think that's great, Patty. And I, as you know, love to share and I love to teach and offer whatever I can. So I kind of feel this way about any of our helping spirits, whether they're angels or power animals, plant spirit allies, council of elders. First step is the intention that you're open to it, right? That you're open to it. And I would just be very clear, you know, one, I'm kind of a stickler with language, as you know, being a teacher, but, you know, just set the intention to connect with your loving, wise, compassionate, and evolved council of elders. And you can give the, your spirit guides a time frame, like within the next 30 days or something like that. And then, like you said, you know, we need sacred time. So taking the time to sit down, clearing yourself and your energy, which you and I have a, a course that we did teaching about that, yes. like clearing yourself and your space, and then doing your own meditation and asking for these elders to make themselves known. And then pay attention to the signs and the symbols that you're getting and the messages that you're getting, and they will show up. It may not be as linear or as clearly defined as what we're going to do together, but it will certainly get the ball rolling. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And um, for the course that Dina mentioned, that's our energy clearing masterclass. You can go to pattylennon.com forward slash ECM. We renamed it Energy Upgrade, but uh, either way, you'll still be accessing that course. That's a very robust, if you want to understand how to work with the energies, including smoke clearing, flower essences, your animal allies, all of that, that's all inside that course. So you go check that out. And The one thing you just referenced, and I do want to make this clear if you're listening, connecting to my council of elders, once some of my council sat down at the table, I didn't choose them. You can, actually, I was guided to choose them, but they were already walking through the door. I didn't actively choose them. Once they showed up, I realized I had been in contact with them. They weren't like brand new to me, right? I'm like, oh, oh yes, you've been super helpful. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and um, Bridget, who are also my teachers, my spiritual teachers. But this particular process is a more structured process. So don't get in the weeds with it, right? Don't all of a sudden be like, well, I'm not getting a table. I'm not getting chairs. It is It is more helpful to do it with a guide like Dina. So just know that. But again, you will always have access to your team with or whoever you work with. So I did want to make that clear because we are mental beings, right? Our minds really do enjoy the structures and the containers and they do help. So I don't want to underemphasize that, how important that is. All right, Dina. So do you have anything else you want to share with the listener before we conclude? 
Well, I mean, just thank you, Patty, for having me here. And, you know, I always love to share and I look forward to our magical group coming together for the solstice. And yeah, I mean, I think that more and more people are going to be, you know, that the astrology is really pouring onto the planet to guide people to connect more deeply with their spiritual sides. Like it's just like Saturn and Pisces. And that's like the structure, having a structure to connect with your spirituality is very, very helpful. And also just the Aquarian energies that are pouring onto the planet of, you know, working together in groups, supporting our communities, living our soul's purpose, and how can we be of service? I think it's a really exciting time, even though things look kind of crazy and horrible in certain areas right now, but it's like everything that's heavy and unhealthy and harmful is being amplified so we can't ignore it anymore. We really can't. So now we have to do something about it, but we are not doing it alone. We're doing it together. So coming together and then seeking support from our spirit teams is so, so helpful at this time. So thank you for allowing me to come on and share more about that from my point of view. Yes. Thank you for being here, Dina. You're awesome. And if you let you want more of Dina here on the podcast, just go to the podcast app and search for Dina and Patty and you'll pull up those past episodes or it's possible that my team is far more organized than I was coming into this and they'll have linked to them in the show notes. And um, with that, I just wish you all space for magic. Make that space for magic and join us on June 21st and 22nd. Go to pattyland.com forward slash unleash your magic and get your ticket. All right. Thank you, Dina. Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful week. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget... Always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.